Hello and welcome to Spooky Tales to Yell at the Night. I'm Nick. And I'm Tristan. Um, this is our fourth episode, our only episode we recorded that isn't a part of the starting bomb. And by yeah. that I mean the first three episodes we published all at once. Yeah, exactly. Now we're going to be episodical. Um, I don't think that's yeah. how you pronounce it. Bi-weekly? Yeah. Is bi-weekly twice a week or every other week? Every other week. Because you get paid bi-weekly. And I like it my paycheck. Well, then what's twice a week called? Is there a word for that? Would that be like demi-weekly? Because you get it every half week. You would just say twice a week. Oh. I was an English major (laughs) for a while. (laughs) So the story I'm doing today, and I get to go first, because Squidward Suicide was last, last time, and you did your tuba girl Oh God! Um, story. Tuba girl. Which is how I labeled it. Did you notice that <laughs> no, it was tuba girl? G O R L. Stop! No. <laughs> um, the story I'm doing is called Expressionless. Um, it's pretty spoopy. Nobody says spoopy anymore. I do. Okay. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> and Fine then. <laughs> just some constructive criticism, but you're not going to harsh my vibes today, <laughs> Nick. Um, it's pretty short, but I think it's spoopy. What about you? Um, I'm doing something just a little bit different that instead of reading a story, I found a collection of like real life sleep paralysis. Cool. Cool. Like entries. And so I was going to read just a few of those from some people. Yeah. But sleep paralysis fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of does. Would 10 out of 10 would not recommend. (laughs) 10 out of 10 would recommend. What? No. I know. It's a little bit of a. A little bit of a thrill. You never, you never oh know what God. you're gonna get. Like, is this gonna be a grandma yeah. sitting on my chest? Maybe yeah. somebody sleeps, like, whispering in my ear. Elephant. Is it gonna be like just shadows, just popping up everywhere? A man in a bowler hat. Exactly. Which is very apparently pretty common. Just one. George Jetson in the corner. That's the worst one <laughs> exactly. so far. No. Do you know what would be really scary is... Um, I don't know. George Jetson's pretty fucking terrifying. <laughs> the Michael, if you just woke up and it was just Michael Myers' cat in the hat, just standing oh, at the edge no. of your bed, hat and all, just... Like with the baseball bat? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we and you can just hear thing one and two in the background, <laughs> just... It's only a matter of time before I make the... My mom just called, I have to go, because that's like my go-to joke. <laughs> I... I like to say my therapist instead of my mom because I said that, like, hey, my mom said I had to go home, and someone went, so? You're, like, 20. And I was like, fuck. My therapist says I can't be here right now. My therapist said this is an unhealthy environment for me. (laughs) All right. Flim. The expressionless. I meant to put my phone on do not disturb mode, not turn the flashlight on. Now I'm blind and can't read, which is a bit of a problem for the whole premise of our podcast. All right. I'm sorry. I apologize. So this is, please put your hand right for my computer screen. Can you read now? Can you read now? Come on. You can do it. You can do it. Sorry. I'm being really annoying today. My mommy said I had to go. No, it's fine. So this is called The Expressionless, and it is actually by an author that I can credit with a, like, a human person name. Finally, Mr. Roy. Mr. Pasta is out of business. Well, I don't know. <laughs> First name creepy, last name pasta. <laughs> it is written by T.J. Leah. 
<clears throat> okay, come on, TJ. Let's see what you got. <laughs> okay. Bring it on, bucko. <clears throat> In June 1972, a woman appeared in Cedar sinai Hospital in nothing but a white gown covered in blood. Now this in and of itself should not be too surprising, as people often uh, have accidents nearby and come to the nearest hospital for medical attention. But there were two things that caused people who saw her to flee in terror. Okay, just to like pause for a second. Okay. One paragraph in, let's do it. <laughs> I don't think people show up at the hospital covered in blood all that often. Like, because it's not implying that she's in an Where ambulance. Would you rather her show up. That, I mean, true. <laughs> but, like, normally you call 911 and then you're, you're escorted in. You're less. I don't know. You less just walk. Not a whole lot of people walk in. You ever had to deal in. with the ambulance uh, <laughs> that is true. bills before? Because we do live I in America. Have. And honestly, Next time I have to go to the hospital, much like last time, I'm going to have my mom drive me. <laughs> I will crawl there before I pay $4 million for a glorified Uber. Exactly. <clears throat> the first being that she wasn't exactly human. She resembled something close to a mannequin, but with the dexterity and fluidity of a normal human being. Her face was as flawless as a mannequin's, devoid of eyebrows, and smeared with makeup. She had a kitten clenched between her teeth oh okay that is weird <laughs> her jaws clamped so unnaturally tight around it to the point where no teeth could be seen the blood was still squirting out over her gown and onto the floor and she pulled the kitten from her mouth and tossed it aside before collapsing is this a vampire story Ooh, sexy vampires i don't know because they just described her as looking like plastic <laughs> A mannequin. And you're telling me Edward Cullen didn't look a little okay. plasticky. Okay. 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 We're not going <laughs> to piss off everyone. <laughs> um, so. Robert Pattinson, I'm coming at you. <laughs> Listen here, new Batman. <laughs> From the moment she stepped through the entrance to when she was taken to the hospital room and cleaned up before being prepped for sedation, she was completely calm, expressionless, and motionless. The doctors had thought it best to restrain her until the authorities could arrive, and she did not protest. They were unable to get any kind of response from her, and most of the staff members felt too uncomfortable to look directly at her for more than a few seconds. But the second the staff tried to sedate her, she fought back with extreme force. Two members of the staff holding her down as her body rose up on the bed, um, rose up on the bed with the same blank expression. She turned her emotionless eyes towards the doctor and did something unusual. She smiled. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's the weird thing that he gets yeah. out of all this. Oh, well, I mean, if someone like walked up to you and was like, for a while. Oh, yeah, I guess that's the point. True. I would freak me out, but you know, whatever. As she did, the doctor screamed and let go of her out of shock. And the woman's mouth were not human teeth, but long, sharp spikes. Too long for her mouth to close without causing any damage. The doctor stared back for a moment before asking, What in the hell are you? She cranked her neck down to her shoulder to observe him, still smiling. With a long pause, the security had been alerted and could be heard coming down the hall. As he heard them, she darted forward, sinking her teeth into the front of his throat, ripping out his jugular, letting him fall to the floor, gasping for air as he choked on his own blood. She stood up and leaned over him, her face completely 
coming danger. Oh my god, her face coming dangerously close to him as the life faded from his eyes. She leaned closer and whispered in his ear. Oh, that's a yeah. little... Okay. Just because you can rip somebody's neck out with your teeth, suddenly you're God. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure a wolf can do that. Listen, a dog. I could kill you. Yeah, a determined bunny can do that. Yeah. Don't be, like, What's fucking proud of yourself. that one post that's just, like, a exactly, duck or something like that? exactly what I just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the doctor's eyes filled with fear as he watched her calmly walk away to greet the security men. His last ever sight would be watching her feast on them one by one. The staff who survived the incident named her the Expressionless. There were but never sightings of her again. She smiled, so she's not expressionless. Smile at people. <laughs> Smiling is an expression, okay? Well, yeah, but for most of the story, she was expressionless. Well, yeah, but that's most of the time. I don't know. I don't like. I don't that. know. I, think I, don't, that's I disagree with them. If if most of the time that's how she looks, <laughs> then that's like. Well, most of the time I'm expressionless, and you don't see people calling me the fucking Mona Lisa over here. <laughs> God. Well, that's different. It's a painting. You're a living person. That would be like calling someone a redhead, and then when they dye their hair, suddenly never calling them that ever again, even though that was like part of their whole personal mythos. I guess. Okay. I'll give them that. Check me. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah. you'll probably have to. Uh, oh, I liked that story. Um, yeah. Granted, it was a little better when I read it at 3 a.m. last night. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I liked the imagery of the sharp teeth that, like, yeah. had to have dug into her. Definitely. That like, would be jaw, creepy. Jaw. I don't know. I just really, I was up, up with it. Until I said expressionless when she fucking smiled. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I liked it. I will fight them on this. I didn't <laughs> like it. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to... I'm getting a little too harsh. <laughs> I... Me. Well, I hated that. So, uh, moving on to my... Uh, well, I thought I was good enough to bring it to the podcast, so... Uh. So whenever you're ready. Hold my beer. <laughs> Bruh, hold my beer. Hold my beer for I'm a second. I'm going to read you some fucking stories. Because I just like to be as cliche as possible. Frat boy. Well, no, just like a podcaster that drinks beer while they podcast. That seems very... Well, yeah, I don't think podcasting as a medium would exist if it weren't for alcohol. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, the only people who would do podcasts sober are, like, on um, fucking... BBC and, and you. And, well, I have to drive home after this. I'm that sorry. If you true. want to fetch me a Miller Lite, I'll totally drink it. But you're fine. Okay. Well, apparently, I'm fine. I've been cut off. <laughs> Are you recording now? Yeah, I was oh, recording. No. For okay. A little bit. This is an entire podcast. Just me going. Wait, you were recording? Wait, is this fucking happening? <laughs> oh, this is actually happening? Wait, that's, that's that's what we do? You mean all the stupid shit I say you're capturing right now? Okay. Yeah, it's so that I can eventually blackmail you. 
Oh God, that's going to be so easy. When you're finally rich and famous, I'll be able to stipend off. Dude, the all you'd have to do is show them my K-pop stan Twitter, and that's already <laughs> just the shit I say on there. I had a photo of that shrine you have on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Audrey, shout out to you. Exposed thread coming soon. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so, so I'm reading... It's people describe insanely scary sleepy per- sleepy paralysis. Sleepy paralysis. <laughs> sleep paralysis. I've had sleep paralysis. Turns out you can't sleep ni- iconic without Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to tweet that once and autocorrect hates me. Anyway, people describe insanely scary sleep paralysis experiences. Um, it's by Christopher, Sh- Christopher Schultz, but I don't think that really matters because he just kind of wrote down what other people said. Yeah, I mean, he's like a reporter and you're yeah. just re-reporting even though exactly we yeah point about how we're not a reporting podcast his little intro says sleep paralysis is a fairly common experience that afflicts many people it's most commonly explained as a feeling of being paralyzed while lying in bed during which time auditory and visual visual hallucinations will also occur i mean it's not a feeling of being paralysis paralyzed i know you're not like, you're dead you dead ass can't move like, yeah exactly some people see human-like figures and even creatures, and they will hear voices or other strange, unsettling sounds. Far more intense than your average nightmare, sleep paralysis experiences can be deeply terrifying and disturb sufferers, as you will see in these 28 accounts of sleep paralysis compiled from a Reddit thread. Oh, oh of course it's from a Reddit thread. No, I was just going to pick... Um, he has them like in ranked from like again oh. me. You're just gonna pick the top ones. I'm gonna pick the top the ones exactly. You... I know. I'm just like scariest internet stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Google says this is the top five because I know what I'm the doing. Spookiest story. <laughs> All right, this first one's called the Masked Man. Yes, I've had quite a few from just feelings of a presence to a full blown figure. Sometimes there are voices, sometimes it is dead silent, but the masked man was in another league of bone chilling. It started with me waking up to a deep-throated chuckling. <laughs> like that? Yeah. <laughs> My mom called. I have to leave. I'm suddenly, you know what? She said I'm not allowed to podcast anymore. So we're going to have to... My mommy called I have to go home right now. <laughs> All right. Having been one of my later experiences of sleep paralysis, I knew immediately that it was that. I resigned myself to another sleepless, creepy night when the door opened. A man stepped through and a mask as red as blood. The mask itself was dynamic in nature, with big underfangs, like a boar's, with a natural elk. What? Orc, orc. Did you know Lord of the Rings has a love triangle? Yes, I know a lot about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I just watched it for the first time the other day, and like, yeah, it's Aragorn. Um, but it's Lord of the Rings. Aragorn it's supposed to be like great literature, and it has a fucking love triangle. Well, that was back when love triangles were pretty new and risque. I still fucking uh, hate love remember, triangles. He published that. In, uh, he that started is... writing it in the 1890s. Let me shit on Lord of the Rings, okay? Absolutely Stop. not. I wrote <laughs> my thesis paper on J.R. Tolkien. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I just was caught off guard. Yeah, there's a love triangle because Aragon is like, exactly. Which one should I be? And obviously the answer is Liv Taylor, but she's (laughs) not going to fucking listen to me. Exactly. All right. Anyway, back to like what the fuck we're talking about. A man stepped through in a. We really should just have named this like ADHD scary story. The podcast. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, a man stepped through. The mask itself was dynamic in nature, with big underfangs, like a boar's, with unnatural, outlandish twists and turns in the cheeks and a deep-set, wrinkled brow. But the worst... But the worst part were the eyes. His violet, serpentine eyes bulged out of the mask. They looked like they were about to pop. He was wearing a rich, colored brown robe with the hood pulled up, covering the rest of his head, drawing all attention to the mask and those dreadful eyes. He pulled a squirming burlap sack behind him and stopped when he got to the foot of my bed. He stared at me for a long moment and then reached into the bag. One by one, he pulled out everyone I had ever loved, cared about, or considered a friend. <laughs> I don't know why this is making me laugh. I've but... heard this one before, though. Oh. I don't know where. It said it was from a Reddit thread, so maybe it's kind of made its way around. Did I just out myself as a Redditor? Uh, I mean, you got the look, so That's it's not rude bad. as hell. <laughs> For people who can't. Not See, a, Tristan, not necessary. Just picture like the biggest neck beard you. Can. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mess. My with mommy's you. called and I have to go home. <laughs> okay, we can only make that joke two times a podcast. I'm gonna right? make it as many times as I fucking need to. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. You're beautiful. I love you. That's good. Mm-hmm. Hold my hand. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one by one, he pulled everyone I'd ever loved, cared about, or considered a friend. Each time he pulled them out, he positioned them so I was looking directly into their eyes. And he took his hand, a gnarled, bony thing with skin drawn so tight it looked as if he had none at all, and drew his long, sharp nails across the throat, spilling torrents of blood at my feet. I had to watch the life drain out of the eyes of everyone I had ever truly known, and deep in those eyes I could terror mix I could see terror mixing with pity. And only after his bag was empty did he let it drop, and he began walking around my bed. He stopped as he towered over me. Leaning down, he reached to me and gently stroked my face with his blood-stained nail. With his other hand, he reached and pulled off his mask. I cannot honestly put into words what I saw beneath that mask. It was an ever-changing face of horror. It twisted and squirmed and never remained still for long. And each facial reconstruction was more terrifying than the last. As I looked into his violet serpentine eyes, he spoke to me. Wait, still... so do the eyes constantly change, or the eyes always violent and serpentine? That's not, it doesn't say. Okay. We're just gonna go with they're always serpentine. <laughs> the serpentine? Serpentine. I don't know, they all sound weird. Serpentine? Serpentine, yeah. I still remember the words well enough to quote them verbatim, but as they were profoundly disturbing and personal in nature, I do not care to repeat them to anyone. Then why fucking put that? Why okay, I want to know. Now I'm going to be curious for the rest of my now goddamn I'm gonna life. I'm going to have to summon this dream demon myself. I know, Jesus. Ugh. But the last thing he said was, "Enjoy the time you have left, because soon your life will be mine and your soul as well." As he said this, his face finally settled into a single form. It was my own face. Oh. I mean, scary story. It is just a demon, though. Yeah, you, also... That wasn't sleep paralysis. You yeah, were possessed. Yeah, because I'm like, as someone who has gotten sleep paralysis uh, quite a bit in their life, <laughs> that is nothing. You don't see anything that vivid. I don't know, man. I mean, you do see weird, vivid things. I don't know. Like I didn't see anything. It was all auditory. Yeah. And, like, blurs. Yeah, mine was mostly auditory, like, um... I don't know. I assume that some people actually do see some pretty horrifying things. Yeah, I mean, I think the worst one I ever got is I got I got it on my side for once, oh, which yeah. is really weird. I was on my belly when I got it. Yeah, 
which was physics. And like all I could hear was something like whispering in my ear. Like there was no specific like words it was making, but it just kept getting louder and louder. And I could feel like somebody like peering over me. And that, that freaked me out. It was also a sleep demon. Yes. I refuse to believe in science. And <laughs> instead elect to believe that they are sleep demons. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I think part of the reason why I am, like, I do believe in supernatural and ghosts and stuff like that is because I've gotten sleep paralysis ever since I was, like, six. I can remember getting it, like, young. So, like, when you're a child, you're like, the shadow people, they're after me, mom. They're coming. <laughs> So it's like hard to shake that, even though like now I know the science behind it, but I'm still just sometime at night. I'm like, shadow people, is it it now? They finally coming. (laughs) So I rearranged my room last night and uh, after reading a whole bunch of creepypastas to find something for this podcast and something fell. And I seriously spent like the next like three hours just looking into the darkness, like totally on guard. I'm going to cut that story from my podcast. but That's fine. Oh, I think one time at my um, ex's house, I had sleep paralysis, which is weird because I never had sleep paralysis when I was, like, with a person. But I had, like, I just vividly remember their roommate, like, going around and, like, moving stuff and everything. And I remember their roommate, like, standing over and, like, staring at us. Maybe their roommate was just a freak. Their roommate wasn't even there. Wasn't there then. <laughs> they came in at 3 a.m., spooked us, and left. I don't know if left. this one should be a supernatural story or a true crime story, but it's definitely one of them. Turns out I was just a stalker, but I just... I don't happened. even know if stalker's the right word. I think just creep. Like, it's not like he followed you home. No, you were yeah. in his house and just... Exactly. Oh, I assume that that person's roommate was a dude. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a girl. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's a fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Here, this one says, "Should I read another one, or you just wanna?" Yes, absolutely. My okay. story was really short, so we need to boost our yeah. time a little this bit. This one says, "My first experience was in junior high, and had continued to sporadically occur throughout my life." Oh my god, it's me! Did I write this one? I don't know. You look like a redditor. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't, but it's a nice try. <laughs> The worst experience I've ever had happened after I happened after I graduated high school and moved into my grandfather's old house after he passed away. Well, that right there is just you're just asking for creepy things. What could possibly go wrong? I had a couple of roommates who were out, and I decided to take an afternoon nap. Wait, so you lived in your ancestral home, and you had to get roommates. Yeah, that's kind of strange. <laughs> Okay, let's stop pointing out the plot holes. Okay, just... I will suspending disbelief now. <laughs> and I Go decided to take an afternoon nap. I knew as soon as I shut my eyes what was going to happen, but I never could have imagined how intense it would be. The music I had played in the background began to morph until it was nothing but the sound of unknown voices screaming and crying in pain. I had fallen asleep on my camping. side, facing a pair of doors leading into my walk-in closet, which slowly began to creak open and give me a glimpse of complete darkness surrounding a pair of ruby eyes staring gleefully at me. As the doors continued to open inch by inch, the piercing cries intensified, and I was able to pick out the word hell being repeatedly screamed. I managed to jerk myself out of it before the doors opened halfway, and I wasted no time bolting out of bed to the safety of my front yard. Feeling the sun on my skin, seeing the neighbor's kids playing in the street had never felt so good. That one's a little bit more like yeah. what act. It, it yeah, was, that feels more like 
the door and that hell chanting was like, well, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's very possible that looking back on it, it sounded like hell. And at the time it was actually just like, oh, 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 or really like just ambient noise. It's just your blood just, in your ear. Yeah. You know. Sorry, I read a lot about sleep paralysis because I want to be like, am I possessed? <laughs> Is the devil a devil in my me? Question mark. 13-year-old me like, am I possessed because I'm gay? <laughs> First result, Westboro Baptist Church, yes. <laughs> Are demons after me because I've sinned? <laughs> yes. I kissed a girl and now I can't sleep at night. <laughs> Katy Perry. <laughs> she did that song, right? Like that's a ref- yeah. cultural reference. I had sleep paralysis, and I liked it. <laughs> no, you did it. Yeah, I can read some more, but they're all um. Good. Oh, that should be good. Yeah, I liked the sleep paralysis story. Maybe we should do more IRL spooky stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because that would be cool. I also read a warning on the bottom of the Creepypasta page today about how they'll sue us if we reproduce these without their consent. Wow. So. Oh, well. I figure Anonymous isn't going to come out of the fucking woodworks and sue me. Exactly, yeah. I wrote that story. Prove it. Uh... Man. Uh, also, I mean, we give them credit, so we it's do. not like it's not like we're like ripping them off. You know, this, I wrote this star. Yeah, it's not like we're presenting it as our own. Absolutely not. That would be shitty. Yeah. Looking at you, other podcasts. This has been Spooky Tales to Yell at the Night. Um, We hope you enjoyed listening to our sleep paralysis stories and a story that Nick apparently didn't like. (laughs) And the one about the woman who smiles. Oh, yeah. That was the one that Nick didn't like. (laughs) Because she's not expressionless if she smiles. (sighs) But smiling woman wouldn't be as good of a horror story tale. Yeah. I don't, I don't like criticism. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just messing <laughs> no, with okay. you. <laughs> um, so please subscribe wherever it is that you found us, whether it be Anchor or Spotify or now. Google Play. Google Play. <laughs> we're just on, we're just tackling everything. Yeah. Episode four, all the Episode platforms. Four. Well, <laughs> hopefully we'll eventually make it to, I don't know, like iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's too big of dreams. We can't go there yet. Not yet. We're not ready for the big leagues yet. (laughs) (laughs) We're a little league podcast. If you'd like, you can email at us at spookytalestoyell, all lowercase, no spaces, at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at... Spooky underscore yelling. Yes. And just, like, type our name into the search bar on Facebook, and you'll probably find our Facebook group there. Yeah, you can, you know, send us dumb comments. I mean, yeah. I know it's mostly only our friends that read this now, yeah. but if you want to shout out. All 13 of our friends. Exactly. That's how many people we could collectively muster. <laughs> Between the two of us. Oh, my God, if we got married, we'd have 13 people oh, at the wow. wedding. Oh, man. Oh. What? 
I don't know who would marry us together because I'm normally <laughs> the one who officiates the weddings. It's okay. Um, I know a guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> well, I know another guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, also, if you have a story you'd like for us to read and subsequently have Nick not like, um, <laughs> you can email us your stories and we will absolutely read them um, regardless of Nick's shitty, shitty opinion. <laughs> I promise that I... Actually, I can't promise. <laughs> I'm going to promise. I won't make fun of them too badly, but... Well, that's kind of the whole premise of our podcast is to make fun exactly. of horror stories. Yeah. So... so, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah. You should have seen Nick's face when I said hashtag. It wasn't... I know. You talk like a fucking millennial dad, and I don't I know. know. That's my whole aesthetic. <laughs> I know. Just sometimes I just want to... <laughs> well... <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this here podcast. Stay spooky.